are things better or worse the second time around? Can we really do anything more than once? Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast, March Madness Edition. It's just Ace and Malik. What's good? What's good? Uh, it is a very sunny Wednesday up here in New England, so I'm happy. Spring has been sunny. Been sunny. <laughs> it's always sunny in Massachusetts. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, when you guys, uh, you get to enjoy, you know, the, the remnants of the snow from the, uh, from above you, from Maine or wherever you guys are, but what's, what's Rhode Island and Maine and all that stuff above you? Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Yeah. Southern Canada. All that good snow. And then when it all melts, you get a little bit of a little bit of a respite, which is good. Well, it's raining in Georgia. It was raining all day in Georgia today, so it was not a good time to be uh, <clears throat> to be outside. Luckily, I wasn't for most of the day. So that's the southeast, right? Yeah, I'll get a little bit of bad weather every now and again. Wow, that team is very underrated. All right, you're going to get into it. We're going to start with. Do you want to go region by region, or does it matter? Sure. All right. Sure, I think the region by region is cool. With the number one overall region, which is the West, which has Gonzaga. Um, not a school that I usually root for, but not a school I really root against. We used to go out to March Madness every year from, what was it, like 2012 to 2016? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made some money on them when they were upset pick. Lost a lot of money on Georgetown, who did not make it this year, but made it last year. Didn't even win a game in their uh, conference, so we won't have a chance to talk about one of my favorite teams growing up. Aside from them, let's see. We're going to start with Gonzaga versus Georgia State, which is in Malik's new uh, hometown. I guess I don't, you can't have a new hometown. Where Malik is at down in Georgia. Where I'm currently residing, yes. What, what's their mascot? The... Uh, what Georgia State? I have no clue. Panthers? Wait, Georgia State? Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's the Panthers. Is it really? I was just. I think it is. That's not. That's such a generic. That's such a generic name. So only one sixteen seed has ever beaten number one seed, which is. It is the Georgia State Panthers, and you're right. It is. It is absolutely the Georgia State Panthers. And I only know this because my daughter, my daughter applied to go there. And oh, I, yeah? saw, I saw their mascot, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did say that. Well, hopefully she gets in, stays local. You don't got to drive too far. Very true. All right. But I ain't, oh, I'm not even going to get to the team that I'm cheering for. So we're not doing the lines. We're just going to be doing uh, money line bets here because if you can pull off what I'm going to attempt to do on Thursday, which is two separate eight-game parlays of money line bets, um, 16 teams with $25 on each. That is still a, I believe that's 35 to one or 40 to one, depending on the casino or the book that you're betting at for all of our betters out there and people who are just generally filling out brackets, which is kind of where everybody gambles on this in general. I do use the Ken Palm ratings, which everybody has kind of, you know, spoken about, which is 
pretty accurate because he had Baylor as the number one team last year overall, even though they weren't the number one overall seed. And they took it home. Right. He even has an adjusted rating for luck and tempo. And I think tempo was important, especially when the other team's tempo was super slow. The faster the team can play, the better the outcome for the team. That's just my opinion, especially in college where defense is kind of few and far between. And if a team gets hot and they can play fast, they'll just blow them off the court. Kind of cool. like the old Arkansas teams when we were in high school. That 40 minutes of hell with Corliss Williamson were actually kind of fun to watch. Um, Gonzaga actually plays – they're one of the fourth fastest teams in the country in terms of tempo. And the number one overall ranked team, the number one team in Ken Palm, and I think they're number one in net ratings, which I don't even know what that's based on. But, uh, yeah, Gonzaga's going to beat Georgia State. Hands down. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I think the Zags are the, <clears throat> they're the heavy favorite to win the whole thing. Um, you know, they're being picked to do that. Gonzaga's a weird team to me. Um, you know, they seem to, you know, they're, they're just a, a really solid well-built team that does everything well but they don't really wow you in any way you know they're not they're not one of those teams that everybody you, you just look at them and you know that you know that they're good and you know that you can't beat them by um you need to be the best version of yourself in order to beat them kind of like what no i won't say what the spurs were but this because the spurs were, were a pretty pretty dynamic team during those during those 2000s runs um yeah but they've lost the same marys they lost to alabama both teams that are in their bracket. Um, so in, interesting, you know, if, if that if that winds up having to, um, having to, you know, come back to fruition, if they wind up having to play Alabama, which they would only have to play Alabama if they make it to the Elite Eight, I believe, or the Sweet, Sweet 16. No, yeah, 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 Sweet 16 would be where they have to face them um, because they're on the other side of the bracket. So, um, yeah, so it would be a very, very interesting, um, Interesting matchup if they get if they have to face each other in the Elite Eight. Um, so, yeah, I think if I had to, as I, as I'm putting my brackets together, Gonzaga is coming out of coming out of this this coming out of the West. Um, the only upset I have them in the West uh, and getting to the Final Four. The only you know uh, upset that I have, and we talked about this before we started recording. Um, I have <clears throat> in the West, I have Davidson over Michigan State, um, which which is, you know, uh, Michigan State, Tom Izzo's team, they're near and dear to my heart. I've always loved Tom Izzo, had a, had a soft spot for him. So, you know, to be able to, to have to pick against them um, was not was not easy. Um, but Davidson, to what we know, uh, Davidson is not a great rebounding team and Michigan State is not. The biggest team they can't really take much take full advantage of it michigan states also has not been playing very well they just lost to michigan um a few was about a week ago they lost to michigan um and they're four and six in their last 10 um davidson is seven three in their last 10 so it's a very it's a it's a more even matchup than you know people this it's the regular seven to ten matchup um so i'm gonna pick davidson to come out to pull out this one uh, that's probably the only upset that I have in the bracket uh, in that first round. Most of it, most of it's chalk uh, going all the way down to Gonzaga coming out of the West. So, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's about it. That's how I see the West. I think the West, it, it, it looks top heavy, but it's not really. Um, I'd be interested to see if Duke actually gets all the way through in Coach K's last season. No way that happens. Um, 
this is they say Duke has a kind of an easier road, but in terms of the teams they have to play, Gonzaga, Memphis, Arkansas, and Texas Tech are really going to be the problems. They'll get to the Sweet 16. It's that Sweet 16 game where I don't think they that they advance. That's just me. The fact that they right, but of the, of the four teams that you at home is kind of shocking. Of the four teams that you mentioned, though, of the four teams that you mentioned, though, only Arkansas is on their is on their side of the bracket. No, Arkansas is on their bracket, and so is Texas right. Tech. All right, you said Texas, Texas. I thought you said no. Arkansas, no. Arkansas is on on Gonzaga's side. Yes, that's true. Texas Tech yeah. is on their side. Texas, Texas Tech. So they're going to Texas Tech and Bama's, yeah, would is on their side. Yeah, you got Davidson moving on. Well, we're going to get to that. So. Next up, we got Boise State and Memphis. I'm taking Memphis. Um, Imani Bates is not going to be playing, I don't believe, which is kind of unfortunate, which is why I was following this team, and I'm just a big Penny fan in general ever since I was a kid. Uh, even bought those kicks when they came out re-released. Ever since mm-hmm. he was able to recruit top 10 talent, because he had Wiseman, and he also had um, that other freshman that year who ended up going to Toronto. Big, big star for them. And he just has, you know, really good teams every year. Hasn't been able to win the American Conference, which they're probably going to dominate after Houston moves on to the Big 12. But we shall see. Um, I'd like to see Bates play kind of like Katie Cunningham last year with Oklahoma State. Carried them to the Sweet 16. So I think Memphis is going to give Boise State the business. They are a top 30 Ken Palm team. Boise State is literally right behind them. It's an 8-9 game. Um, Boise State plays in the Mountain West. Memphis has won 11 of their last 12 games. 11 of the last 13 games because they lost the title game to Houston again. But um, outside of that, they're the second best team in the American, which I feel is kind of underrated. They probably should have got four teams in as opposed to the Big Ten getting nine teams in, but that's neither here nor there. Who do you got? Oh, Memphis and uh, Boise. If you know either of those, you got anything to add on? Um, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking Boise, um, to come out of that game. I think, I think Memphis is, uh, is, I mean, obviously it's eight, nine matchups. It's a relatively even matchup. Both teams are coming off of a pretty good run in their respective, um, in their respective conference tournaments, Boise State and Mountain West and, uh, Memphis in the AAC. Um, yeah, I mean, is it Memphis is a higher scoring team? Um, and Boise is the better defensive team. And I, I, I tend to trend towards the better defensive team whenever I'm looking at, um, you know, who, who, who's, who's got the staying power to, to stick around in the, in the tournament. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to roll there. Um, they're relatively even on, on pretty much all the, all the, all of the team-based statistics. They both shoot, you know, in the, in the, you know, mid to high forties, uh, field goal percentage, mid to high thirties on the three point line. And around sixty-five to seventy percent on at the free throw line. So to me, it's going to come down to you know it's going to come down to defense uh, and, and and last minute uh, last minute adjustments. And so that's why I'm going to run with from a Boise. But I have it's, it's going. I think it's going to be a really close game. Next up, we got University of Connecticut in New Mexico State, and I am going to lean UConn here. Although New Mexico State always seems to make it out of the whack. They produced Pascal Siakam, which was a person I bet on. I remember him being in the tournament, getting that first-round victory. They do not have a player of that caliber this year on this team. 
Um, UConn has two pro prospects, so I'm leaning towards them. Danny Hurley kind of got that program right after they kind of fell down for a couple of bad years there. And they're a top 20 Ken Palm team, so I expect them to easily win this one. Don't expect any shocks here from a 5-12, although everybody always sends, seems to pick a 12 seed over a 5 seed every year. It seems to happen. Um, but this is not the game that I would be picking for that. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah, UConn here as well. Um, I, you know, truth, truthfully speaking, I went, I looked around to try to find a, a 5-12 matchup that I liked where I really liked the, the 12 seed. And I almost, I almost landed on that, landed on that here um, just because I, I do typically like when, like when I, when I watch New Mexico state play, um, I do, I do tend to like the fact that they, they get up and down pretty well. Uh, they score the ball pretty well. Um, and they're, they're, they're relatively even in terms of points per game uh, and opponents points per game uh, with UConn, but UConn is just stay. They have, they have, the players, they have the talent, they have the NBA, the NBA um, quality talent on that squad. Um, they have athletic wings who can defend, who can, who can get, who can get rebounds. Um, and their best player, uh, RJ Cole is probably going to be drafted in the NBA. He's probably going to get, get an, get an opportunity to get drafted in the NBA. Um, so, you know, I look forward to seeing this game, but I definitely would have to roll with uh, UConn here. All right. Next up, we have Arkansas playing Vermont, 413. This is where my university, a Buffalo team, upset Arizona in the 2019 tournament. Vermont, I think, can actually do it. Um, I'm going to pick Vermont as my first upset pick here. I believe they're getting eight points. They dominated their league tournament. They beat every team in the America East Conference by an average of 31 points. They are by far way better than every team in their conference. I believe they are one of the two teams in the NCAA tournament that ran the table, did not lose one game in their conference. Solid 20-0. and 0. Arkansas clearly plays in the SEC, so they're in a much tougher conference, much more battle-tested team, but they did take an early exit. Um, I think they lost to Texas A&M early on in that, so I'm going to be taking Vermont, um, who's kind of riding high here, and I expect them to keep on winning. So give me the Catamounts. For that first round upset, I I don't disagree with you. I think this is going to be a relatively close game. Um, I think the the interesting thing here is that um, Vermont is a really really dangerous team that can that can light it up when they, they can they can definitely light it up. They can get to scoring um, if you give them if you give them any kind of opening, any kind of any kind of uh, you know, opening from that perspective, um, they can shoot it. And so from that standpoint, I look, I look forward, I look, I look for them to, to really light, to really light up the scoreboard and, and put Alabama, to put Arkansas on their heels. Kind of need Arkansas to get, get, to get there because I want to see what Arkansas is able to do when they play, when they play against a UConn or a Gonzaga. So I kind of need Arkansas to win this one. I don't want to see Vermont, um, get here. So I'm going to pick Arkansas just, just to, just to go against it. I'm not picking an upset in uh, an upset there. Uh, like I mentioned, I have my upset a little further down the bracket. So um, I, I will take Arkansas as a four seed to get to squeak past uh, Vermont. All right. Next up, we got Alabama versus either Rutgers or Notre Dame, which I believe that game is going on right now. As we record this, I'm going to be taking Nate Oates and Bama. 
Um, they're one of the few teams this season have, who have beat Gonzaga. So that's why I'm taking them. I think the Big Ten is kind of overrated, and the ACC is a little weak. And that's why I think that Notre Dame ended up in the first four game. So at least they got in, and they will probably end up playing Bama in the first round or the round of 64. But I'm leaning towards Bama on this one. Yeah, I'm leaning towards Bama as well. Does it matter to you? Would it matter to you whether it was Rutgers or Notre Dame, or does it did, did it not matter regardless? Rutgers matches up better, but Alabama. I mean, Alabama's you know plays an up tempo style of ball. They can play very. Uh, they can play against teams that are very disciplined. Yeah, Gonzaga teams always tend to be, and that's what Notre Dame's you know kind of hangs the hat on. And their coach has been there forever, so you kind of know how to scout his team and know what you're going to go up against. Yeah. Overall, the ACC has had a down year, and I mean, I kind of expect, I don't know who's leading the game right now, but I do expect uh, Notre Dame to kind of pull this one out. But yeah, I would say the game might be a little bit closer if, if it ends up being, you know, Rutgers. Rutgers is uh, down by three right now with seven minutes to go in the first half. Yeah, that's why, that's why I think, I think if Rutgers gets in there, I think it's a really close game, and I actually would, would lean, would lean Rutgers. Um, if, if they got in, but I think Notre Dame will get in. That's why I think, I think Alabama will take this one. Okay. Next up, we got Texas Tech at Montana State, 314. I'm taking Texas Tech, who probably should have got a higher seed, um, except for the fact that uh, Coach K is retiring. He should have been a three seed, and Texas Tech should have been the two here. I'm taking Texas Tech. They're going to beat the brakes off of Montana, Montana State's from the big sky conference who we were kind of happy to be here weren't the best team in their league but they got the auto bid so they're here texas tech is going to put the beam down on them and roll on to play bam in the second round there yeah this is one of those ones that i won't be watching just because i have a feeling it's going to get really ugly really really quick um so i'll i'll, I'll pay attention to see if they if they actually wind up yeah you know doing anything but montana state is a, to your point Montana State has not played anybody in the top 25. Texas Tech is battle-tested. They're ready for this, about as ready for this as you can possibly be. Um, so I expect them to, to, you know, run Montana State out of the building, get them out of, get them up out of here, and, you know, have Texas prepare for that, the winner of that Alabama Rutgers game, because uh, that's going to be a, that's going to be a, a, you know, more difficult matchup for them. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Texas Tech here as well. All right. Next up, we got Michigan State playing Davidson. And I'm going to be taking Davidson just based off of the Ken Palm numbers and the disappointment that Michigan State has kind of shown us throughout the season. I'm honestly surprised that they were able to get in without having to be in the first four. Getting a seven seed is kind of nice. Very generous, I would say. I would have put um, Notre Dame in this spot over them, but uh, this is where they are. So, Yeah. They will be getting knocked out, though. Davidson's going to be sending them home. The regular season champs from the A-10, so let's go Davidson. And the fight in Steph Curry's. <laughs> yeah, I, this is a weird one because Michigan State, by all, by, I, I was, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention to the first in, first out, the bubble, the bubble teams or anything like that. But I was expecting, after watching some of Michigan State play over the course of the last few weeks, I was expecting them to be a bubble team. When they came in as a seven seed, I was actually a little surprised. I was wondering if this was just, you know, respect for Tom Izzo or respect for the program um, that was kind of carrying them through. Because at 22 and 12, and after the game that they, the game that I watched them play against Michigan, um, 
at, you know, going 22 and 12, 11 and 9 in the conference in the Big Ten. I mean, great, granted, the Big Ten is a, is a, is a, is a pretty good conference. But, um, yeah, it, they, didn't, they didn't wow me. So I figured if nothing else, they'd be like a, a 10 or a 12 seed, you know, um, you know, just squeaking in there uh, or even find themselves in the bubble. So the fact that they're a seven seed is just really, really, you know, ominous to me. So, yeah, I'm picking Davidson here as well um, to, to come out of the come out of the come out of this game with the victory. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong because I, I, I love Michigan State, love Tom Izzo, but uh, it doesn't 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 seem right that this is uh, this is as as close as it is, as it is, and that there are seven seats sitting here. Maybe it's on potential, maybe it's on respect, but they shouldn't be here. I think it's based off of the coach and the fact that they're going to get ratings. Like they say, they don't do it because of that, but the fact that the Big Ten has nine teams in, which is, it, it's it's more than half the league, which is kind of insane, right? So only the trash teams didn't get in, which are Penn State, Nebraska, Northwestern, and um, like forever, whoever else is in that league who just don't, they don't care about basketball. They're just football schools, basically, to keep it 100. You know, the non-Indiana schools. Exactly. Um, all right, next up, we got the big game. We got Duke and Cal State Fullerton. I don't even know Cal State Fullerton's mascot. I think they're the Gauchos or something like that. Uh, We're going to take – I'm taking Duke. Um, if this was an upset, if – if Cal State Fullerton gives them a game and makes this close, man, we, we might hear just Coach K just melt down on the sideline, which would kind of make me happy. But, um, you know, it's a team I kind of love to hate. So, yeah. But Duke will move on to the second round to face Davidson. So, what do you got? Yep. Um, yeah, Duke is Duke is coming out of here. Um, I'm not really worried about the Cal State Fullerton situation. Honestly, I'm not worried about Duke until they get past the round of 32. Um, I think that they, I think that they don't match up very well with Texas Tech, and that's where I have them. That's where I have them bowing out uh, in the in the tournament. But uh, for now, it'll be a, a pretty easy matchup for them to get through Cal State Fullerton and uh, get themselves to uh, to the matchup with Davidson or Michigan State. Uh, Davidson in this situation. All right. Now we're gonna move to the. What's it gonna move to the East? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baylor is the number one seed in the East Conference. You know what's interesting about that? They let the teams choose where they want to start out if you're the number one seed. So all the number one seeds get to pick which region they want to be in based on location. Hmm. Which I did not know. Yeah. They interesting. The first, they get the first pick. And then everybody else kind of gets seated after. I know. You, I didn't realize it was that much of an advantage, but it really is. Um, I like the head coach at Baylor. He won a national title last year. They're right back in it really high-performing team out of the Big 12, which I think is the best conference this year, top to bottom. Um, unfortunately, they're playing the HBCU out of the MEAC, which is Norfolk State, who had a huge upset, I want to say, in 2015, 2016, when they had Kyle O'Quinn, Nick's legend, on the team. Uh, they're at 168 in Ken Palm, which is the best 16 seed, but it would be a miracle if they beat Baylor, so I got to take Baylor on this one. They'll probably cover because they're getting 16 and a half points, but I do not think they will win this game. So I'll take Baylor to win. This will be one yeah. of the best for sure. Yeah, same here. And I'm locking this one in too. I was just about to say that as a matter of fact. Um, expect Baylor to win this game uh, pretty easily. Uh, although Norfolk State is a an interesting 24 and six and 12 and two in the MEAC. So you can't, you can't, 
you can't dispute that. Um, so they're, they're, they're just not a bad, they're not a bad team. Um, but this is just their third, I believe it was their third NCAA appearance um, as a division one school. Um, I, think, I think they've been to a few. Yeah, I think this is like the, I think this is their third one as like a, as a, as a D one, as a, as a D one school. Um, okay. right, we could look it up. Um, but you know they they won their they won their division their their conference by a bunch of games, uh, and they clinched the they clinched the automatic bid, which is why they're they they're here. Um, uh, with the, they beat I believe Coppin State um, for their um, for their turning title. So you know this is a team that they haven't they haven't punched this high yet. They haven't punched this high up to up to. Um, up to this level uh, and so we'll get a chance to see them you know really play against a team that's you know at the very least expected to make it you know if not to the final four at least at least, at least to the elite eight um and so yeah we expect norfolk i expect them to give, give a good run but baylor's the pick uh if you're going if you're going money on here because the last time they pulled off an upset they had three guys who were 610 or bigger on the team and that was really what made the difference mm-hmm. yeah all right. Next up, we got five seeded. Oh, the eight nine seed, UNC at Marquette or not at Marquette? UNC versus Marquette. I'm taking UNC after they were able to make that uh, ruin Coach's cave last home game. I just got to ride UNC a little bit more. I'm not even a big UNC fan, but I'm just kind of rooting for them to get a little bit farther in this one. Get Hubert Davis his uh, first win in the NCAA tournament. First year head coach. They were kind of. Not so sure about him halfway through the year, but he got that win and that kind of, you know, saved his first season, made him a legend down there in uh, Durham. So go Tar Heels. Yeah, UNC is playing their best basketball right now. Um, we got to see them in the ACC tournament, um, you know, make 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 some noise, make some noise there and uh, get their, you know, punch their ballot into the into the eighth seed here. I think this is a pretty good matchup for them um, against a, against a Marquette team. That is uh, not, uh, you know, they, 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 they're not, they're not very, they're not, they're kind of in the middle of the pack um, and, you know, coming out of the big East, which, you know, it, it's, it should be more respectable, but uh, it's not. <laughs> um, and, uh, but this is, this is, I think this is a young team. Um, they're led by a freshman forward, um, Justin Lewis, who's a pretty good player uh, may, may, may factor into, uh, draft consideration if he doesn't decide to go back to school. But uh, UNC's got, you know, got more, got better outside shooting, better scoring overall, good defense. And Hubert Davis's squad is playing playing good ball right now. So expect, uh, you know, guys like Caleb Love, RJ Davis, RJ Davis to, uh, you know, space the floor and uh, force Marquette to have to outshoot them, which I don't think they'll be able to do. So I'll take UNC here as well. And if you like the metrics, uh, if you like going by the metrics, you can check it out. Marquette is 48th, whereas UNC is 30th. So it's the biggest spread of any of the eight, nine teams in terms of net rankings and also the Ken Palm rankings for your stat nerds out there. Uh, next up, we have St. Mary's versus Indiana, which is a game I'm definitely not going to watch because it's not going to be a fun one. It's going to be the first of 55 to win. <laughs> and with that being said, I'm going to take the team that basically plays uh, slow down, rough them up ball all day, every day. University of Blandiana, Indiana, 
I will take them to win this one. Ah, you're actually taking a 12 seed here. All right, we're going the other way on this one. I'm going with St. Mary's. Um, St. Mary's beat, beat, beat the overall one seed. And that was enough for me to say they should get themselves at the very least to the round of 32, if not the round, if not, if not the Sweet 16. So I'm going to take in the, I'm going to take St. Mary's to, to, to beat Indiana and, and put themselves in a situation where they can uh, make a little bit of noise, get get themselves to at the very least the second week of the game, the second week of the of the tournament. Next up, we got Virginia Tech. Oh, no, we got UCLA at Akron, who barely got out of the MAC. Akron, who beat my UB Bulls by two points. And then the only reason why they won the title game is because they suspended three or four players from Kent State because they was cussing at them on Snapchat. That little controversy, if you paid attention to that in college basketball news the past week and a half. Um, I'm taking UCLA. They're going to beat the breaks over Akron. Um, shout out to LeBron sponsoring the school, but um, that's not enough. Unless you're going to suit up for him, UCLA is going to beat the hell out of him. We Bronny leading that team, but uh, yeah, UCLA is taking it to Akron. They'll cover and beat him. Yeah, Akron is, uh, you know, it's nice to be here. Maybe LeBron will be at the game or something like that because it's UCLA versus Akron. Yeah, so, you know, maybe LeBron will actually show up to the game and, and you know, Maybe he'll 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 go into the locker room and he'll 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 you know make make a pep talk to to root the team up and then they'll go out on the court they're gonna lose by fourteen, um because because that's what's just gonna that's what's just gonna happen UCLA um I mean a lot of people remember don't remember UCLA made a Final Four run last year they were in the Final Four last year and the vast majority of the team that was on there that was there last year is back this year so they're ready for this run they're battle tested they're ready to go. And, you know, the University of Akron is, is, is a game squad, but they're not going to be able to uh, hold, hold UCLA down and get them, get them out of here. So I'm definitely taking UCLA here. Akron's best out-of-conference win is over Wright State, who beat uh, Bryant as a 16-seed game to get in. Over Wright State, they played Southern, Florida A&M, and Marshall, who did not make the tournament. And they lost by one point to Ohio State. So maybe that shows how weak Ohio State is or how much Akron got up for that first game, but they're not beating UCLA. Um, next up, we got Virginia Tech in Texas. Virginia Tech just made a magical run just to even qualify for the tournament, winning the ACC tournament. They were kind of a bubble team, and they took it into their own hands and made that run. Um, I really have not seen much from Texas this year, going to be honest. I don't even think I've watched them one game. But they're a football school. And I don't bet on football schools. Uh, they had Kevin Durant, and they somehow could not make it to the Sweet 16 or the Elite Eight with him, even in that one year. Or with Bo Bamba, I think they got to the Sweet 16, maybe. I'm not even sure than two years of the year that he played there. That being said, they have no top-tier talent like then. I am leaning towards VTech heavily on this one. They're going to keep riding that high. And they've played teams like Texas before, and they'll be able to beat them. So give me VTech for the win. Man, I was hoping that this was a, a, an upset that I could, I could hold on to that you wouldn't have because I figured you'd just roll with the sixth seed here. Yeah, I'm taking Virginia Tech too. Um, I think Virginia Tech, obviously, they've played played the best ball out of the two out of these two teams. They played the best ball coming into this. Um, they're hot. Um, they won the ACC tournament. Um, so, you know, this is a team that should be, you know, favored. You know, to me, this, this, should, this to me should be flipped. I'm surprised that they came in as an 11 seed, despite you know, despite winning their winning their um, their conference tournament. 
um, in, a, in a tough conference tournament. It's not like the ACC is a bad conference. So I was actually a little bit surprised again that they came in as the 11 seed. So I'm going to pick them to win this game. I think Texas is not. Texas isn't playing very well right now. Um, but their coach, Chris Beard, is a very good postseason coach. So we should expect them to, at the very least, um, you know, play play hard. I think this is be a really good game. I will be watching this game um, because this is Virginia Tech and not University of Virginia, so I don't have to worry about the game being you know being a forty point slugfest um, where where both teams you know struggle to get to forty and shoot thirty two percent from the floor. Um, so I expect these teams to you know put up some points, and uh, I will be watching this game as, as as closely as I possibly can. But I'm going to take it taking Virginia Tech to get the upset. All right. Next up, we have Murray. Oh, Purdue versus Yale. Um, it's Yale, so I'm picking Purdue. I'm picking Purdue. <laughs> uh, this is not Princeton. I don't know one player on Yale. I do know that Yale's best player transferred to. It was either what was the school that made the tournament that he was on. It was either oh he transferred to Notre Dame. So Yale's best player from last season transferred to Notre Dame. So they are sans their best player, who was a power six eight power forward, and they somehow still won the Ivy League and now does a four team tournament before they just went the regular season. And yeah, Yale's gonna get uh, beat by Purdue, who's one of the best offensive teams I think in the Big Ten, which is yeah, dropping a hundred points on people. So give me Purdue to win and cover. Yeah, I don't care what the line is here. I'll take Purdue for the cover. I don't care what the line is if it's eight, if it's ten, if it's fifteen, whatever. I'm going to give me Purdue to uh, to smack to smack uh, Yale all around, and uh, I'm I mean, I'm not going to hate on Yale too much because you know I don't know if you remember Ace. We played against a, a guy that you know went to Yale and played. I think it was in it was in a, in a intramural league game, whatever. But he went to Yale and he had played for Yale, um, you know, years, 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 years. This is years ago. <laughs> Do I remember this person's name? No, probably not. I just remember talking to him afterwards and, and hearing hearing from someone that he he you know he played at Yale. Um, so I'm gonna give Yale their respect that you know in a court on the court against me they're 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 good, um, but they ain't beating Purdue. Sorry, sorry guys. Um, good 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 run at, in the Ivy tournament though. Beating Princeton was was uh, impressive. Uh, so you know the three team in the Big Twelve in the Big Ten. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. It's over. It's over. Purdue lost to Iowa in the Big Ten uh, championship game. So about four days ago. Mm-hmm. Think about that in terms of the quality of play of the teams that they're facing each other. Yeah. Um, so, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy your soak it on. Y'all got to win a couple years ago with one of the best players in the Ivy League. So he's not there. You know, it is what it is. Next up, we got Murray State. The Racers taking on the San Francisco Dons. Um, this is one of the most evenly matched 7-10 teams. I'm basically taking Murray State because they haven't lost a game this year, meaning in 2022. San Francisco, I believe, just got the benefit of making it to the tournament because they're in the West Coast Conference, and they had a really, really good year. Uh, Murray State is one of the only, what, 31 teams, I think, in the tournament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aren't they like 30-2? and two? 30 Yep, 30-2, and two, yeah. Ranked number 20 in the country. Um, did not lose one conference game. Nobody really wanted to play them. They beat Memphis. They lost to Auburn by 13. They dropped 100 points on a couple of teams this year. They beat Middle Tennessee State by a ton. 
The what the worst loss really that they had was to Illinois State back in November. They beat Bellarmine, who won their conference but wasn't eligible to move on. This is just a quality team top to bottom. If they could get better games or move into a better conference, which I think they're trying to do, they are going to kind of roll through everybody. But this is a team who has not lost a game since December 22nd of last year. So give me Murray State for the win. They know how to bring it home. Sorry, San Francisco. Go root for the Warriors. I want San Francisco to win this game. I just don't see how they do. Murray State is on a is is just on a roll. Um, and and they the only thing I can say for Murray State, I'm sorry for San Francisco, is that their strength of schedule, um, in, is very high. Um, so they played some pretty, um, some pretty high level opponents. They're 0 three against the top 25 opponents. Murray State is 0 one, um, and so. You know, relative to there, San Francisco has played a much, much more difficult schedule than Murray State. That's not to say that they can beat Murray State, but you know they're they're prepared to play a better a better brand of basketball against a better a better style team. So I think this will be closer than people may give it may give it credit for, and could easily see San Fran win this game. But um, Murray State hasn't lost yet, so I'm gonna roll with them until the, until they get to a matchup where they're completely uh, outmatched. So. I'll take, I'll take Murray State as well. And next we have Kentucky. The Kentucky Wildcats. Number three team in the country. Taking on St. Peter's. Number 300 team in the country, I believe. If there was a ranking. You know there's four, there's 358 Division One basketball teams. Really? About, yeah, there's way too many. That's pretty ridiculous. Like, if you play high school basketball, there's a very good chance you can play Division One basketball now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, as long as you're not trying to play at Kentucky uh, or one of these big-time programs, you, too, can play college, Division One college basketball, being as almost every school is moving up. It's it's really a possibility, you know? It's not, not, not to be mean. Like, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but if you work hard enough, there's 358 teams, and they're expected to spend – to expand to about 413, which really actually makes the tournament a lot more special, being as only 68 teams make it now. And they're going to be giving out more auto bids, so there's going to be less at-large, which is why they're thinking of expanding it to 96 in the in a couple more years. That being said, I'm going to take Kentucky. Um, they're going to beat the brakes off of St. Peter's. I don't really see how you take them. Shout out to North Jersey. Enjoy it. Y'all ran, beat Iona. It was a much better team than you all season. Um, very slow placed team. They don't have a very good offense, St. Peter's. They have the 259th ranked offense in the country against Kentucky, who has the fourth rated offense in the country. So, yeah, expect them to beat them by 30. Go Wildcats. Yeah, same here. Um, Kentucky's going to gonna, gonna run, 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 uh, run St. Pete out of the building. Um, I wish there was a better matchup for them to get to get tuned up but um they'll uh i think they'll i think they're gonna be fine getting all the way to to the elite eight um and and, and going up against either baylor or my uh my four seed ucla so i i expect them to be perfectly fine uh getting out of this one all right next up we have arizona we're gonna go to the south we have Arizona playing Wright State, who just beat Bryant, who made it their first ever NCAA tournament. I'm going to take Arizona, obviously. Um, they are, I believe, the number two team in the country. 
uh, right side unranked. They can't even get a regular season game against Dayton because Dayton won't play them, so their kind of level of competition is pretty low. I think they play in the Horizon League. I'm not even sure. Kind of guessing on that one. But I'm taking the other Wildcats to put the beat them down on Wright State. Uh, expect another blowout. If they don't beat them by 20, I'd be disappointed if I'm an Arizona fan. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna say the same thing, um, Arizona. I don't. I don't think any of these one seeds are in are in any major trouble. Kansas, Arizona, Baylor, or Gonzaga for being uh, upset here in the first round. Um, so I expect Arizona to you know take take care of business and, uh, and and put themselves in the prime position to to get out of to get get themselves to the Sweet Sixteen by the end of the weekend. So uh, yeah, I expect, expect them to you know do what they need to do, handle business on this one. All right. Next up, we have C and Hall. And we have TCU. Um, I'm taking TCU. These teams are very evenly matched. I just like TCU more, and I think they're in a tougher conference, and I think they've been tested more all season. They play in the Big 12. The Big East, I think, is a little bit overrated. So I'm taking TCU. So give me the Horn Frogs for the win. I think this point spread is like a point and a half. Yep. And it's that close. I'm taking Seton Hall. Um, uh, <laughs> I like. I mean, I, I've, I've always liked. The, I've always liked Seton Hall, um, Big East, Big East team. Um, it's the Pirates, I believe it is. Good guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Pirates. Um, yeah, I've always liked Seton Hall. Thought they were uh, a, a, always always a pretty good team to watch. Um, they do have some injuries that they're dealing with. Um, oh, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, that is something to, something to look for, to look to look at, but. Um, they're they're a good shooting team, and they're 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 a physical defensive team, just like uh, just like Big East teams need to be in order to win in order to win. So, um, I just I like I like I like their makeup. Uh, I think that they'll they'll get to they'll get through to the next round uh, and take out TCU. Um, but I think this is a very, like you said, this is a very very even matchup between two teams that either could could very easily get out of this game. So uh, you're picking you're picking TCU. I'm picking Seton Hall. I, I think I think it's you're splitting hairs either way. This is a game I would not suggest anyone betting on. This is what I call a trap game. As everybody calls a trap game, like, you really don't know who's going to win. Yeah, anything can happen on this one. Um, the next one is the five-seeded Houston Cougars, who are the most underrated team in the country because I guess they don't consider the American Conference a major conference. They only got, I believe, two teams in, which is Houston and Memphis. I believe they should have gotten a third. Because the third place team in their conference deserved to be in, which I think is Tulsa this season. Um, mm -hmm. Houston is number four in Ken Palm on the season. They're a fifth seeded team, which is kind of ridiculous. They are going to beat the hell out of UAB. UAB has some really good talent on their team, but Houston made it to the Final Four last season, and they've come back and they've pretty much repeated without Quentin Grimes and the players that they've lost, and they've been able to reload and come back. Um, Kelvin Sampson has that team humming, and you know, they're going to transition well to the Big 12. And I think this is a team that's going to come out of the South. It's going to be Houston and Tennessee in the Elite Eight, and I'm leaning towards Houston. So that's one of my picks, just so you know, for the final four out there for y'all. I like Houston. I mean, obviously, I like Houston in this game. I think UAB is is just – I think I think it's just, just us on the wrong side of this bracket. Um, I think UAB is a good team that could play – well against just about anybody else but against Houston it's just 
that's just that's just, just not going to be that fair. Um, I think Kelvin Sampson did, absolutely deserves Coach of the Year, um, uh, Coach of the Year, you know, nominee nomination. Um, if he doesn't win it outright, but um, Houston's playing 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 really well at this point and should come out of this, you know, pretty pretty heavily. So uh, I. I think this is just about yeah. I would I would say this is about 70-30 in terms of whether or not you expect you expect Houston to lose this game. I would say chances are Houston's gonna Houston's gonna roll and I don't know what the I don't know what the line is here, but I would take Houston on Houston on the line, um, definitely on the money line. All right. Next up we have Illinois at Chattanooga. Chattanooga was able to make the tournament by being able to get transfer Sylvia Sousa was getting paid by Adidas to go to Kansas a couple years ago, if you remember that whole scandal. So UT Chattanooga ends in the tournament against Illinois. The former five-star prospects, which I guess would up him to a six-star if he's an FBI suspect. <laughs> um, I don't think that they're going to beat Illinois, but this game, I do expect them to cover, considering I think they're getting, I want to say, nine points or seven points. But that being said, I think Illinois will win the game. Uh, I'm gonna pick Chattanooga. I want Chattanooga to win this game. Illinois bore Illinois bores me. I don't like watching them. They're boring. Um, so I want them out of the tournament as soon as, as soon as humanly possible. So give me Chattanooga uh, for no reason other than the fact that they've been pretty good over the last ten games, and uh, Illinois has been yeah just okay. So I'm gonna go with my upset in this bracket. Chattanooga taking out Illinois. Yeah, they play on Friday. This is a Friday game, and they are mm-hmm. seven and a half. Just to let everybody out there know. Next up, we have Colorado State at Michigan. Colorado State actually won the Mountain West. Michigan was kind of lucky to get in. They were one of the teams that I did not think would, but I think their wins in the uh, Big Ten tournament helped them. They had a pretty underperforming season, but they did start out ranked in the top ten. So I don't think the the uh, media likes to be wrong or the people who put the tournament together. So Michigan's a brand name and I do think they're a good team. I want to see, I'm rooting for all the black head coaches out there. I'm going to keep it a hundred. Um, I hope Jawan Howard makes it and I hope they get a chance to play against Wisconsin, but that would mean that both of those teams have made it to the final four, which is unrealistic after I just said Houston's going to make it, but give me Michigan to make it to the round of 32 to kind of save their season and get a win. Yeah, um, I I want to pick Colorado State here. I want Colorado State in this one. I mean, they're the sixth seed, so they're 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 a higher seed. But I just feel like there's some energy with Michigan, uh, with getting Howard back on the sidelines, um, you know, and with them making you know some semblance of a run in their tournament. Um, Michigan is favored to win this game, by the way. I know, I know. Um, I just want to see. I want to see Michigan. Take, I want to see Michigan in the, in the next round. I want to see them play against Tennessee. So that that's 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 my feeling on there. Um, that I just want to see that game, that matchup happen. Michigan just was really, really disappointing this year. Extremely disappointing this year in terms of their overall. Expected them to, you know, really take a step forward, and they didn't. Uh, even before the whole situation with um, with Coach Howard in Wisconsin, um, yeah, even before all that, they were just not playing well, uh, and they it pretty much just kind of you know, middled. Uh, so to me, this is a game I don't want to pick. I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of at all. If I've got to pick it, I'm going to pick 
Michigan to, to get out of there, but I don't feel good about it in, in the least bit. So I'm going to take uh, Michigan to, to, to win, but um, I'd stay away from this game as a better if I could. Next up, we got Tennessee versus Longwood. Longwood's playing in their first NCAA tournament ever. Tennessee, I believe, is playing in their 40th or 50th. I am taking Tennessee. Longwood doesn't stand a chance. Um, don't know what the spread is here, but I would take Tennessee in that as well. It's probably somewhere in the double digits, maybe even in the teens, somewhere around, I'd guess, 15 or 16. So give me Tennessee for the win. They were able to beat Kentucky in this SEC tournament. They're a very good team. They are, I believe, a top 15 ranked team on the AP poll. Longwood is lucky to be here. I can't believe they're a 14 seed. So Tennessee got a good draw in the first round and in the second round. So give me Tennessee, who I expect to be in the Sweet 16. Look, I'll be a thousand percent honest with you. I didn't even know Longwood was a college. I had no clue. I didn't know where they were. I looked. I had to look them up. You know, Prison? I'll be. <laughs> it sounds like one. It, it it sounds like it. it sounds like it would be part of the longest. You know, the longest yard or something like that. Um, <laughs> but honestly speaking, yeah, this is this is this is going to be a blowout of a blowout um, I, that I see. Um, this is the interesting thing was when I looked this when I looked at this game. Um, Tennessee's strength of schedule over the course of this season is fourth in the country. Longwoods is 343rd. See? I told you it was 358 teams. It's like, it's, it's, how are they a 14 seed? Because it's crazy. How bad does Georgia State schedule have to be a Sun Belt? In order to, in order to, and not Tennessee. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, this is just going to be, to me, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I just want to see Longwood. I want to see what their jerseys look like. I want to see what the team is. Like, I just want to see this team because I've never heard of them before, and it's their first time there. Um, so uh, they're the Lancers. That's what they are. They're the Lancers. Yes, the Longwood, the Longwood Lancers. I love it. The Longwood so, uh, yeah, I'll look forward to seeing this game, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But Tennessee's going to – Tennessee should, should smoke them. Yeah. Next up, we have another game that I actually think is going to be pretty good. We got Loyola Chicago, who made it to the Sweet 16, I want to say last season, and then they made it to the Final Four about four years ago. Sister Jean, uh, they're a Catholic school out of Chicago. They're actually mm-hmm. in a better league. I think they're moving out of the Missouri Valley into a different conference. I can't remember which. The Ohio, no, they're, they're not in the Ohio Valley. That's Missouri. That's Murray State. I forgot which conference they're moving into, but they're moving out of some conference to a better conference. Loyola Chicago, shout out to them. They're going to beat Ohio State. Um, Ohio State's kind of underwhelming. They're one of the mediocre teams in the Big Ten that I genuinely don't understand why they're there. They're literally in the middle of the league, and I'm taking Loyola Chicago. I think they may even be favored to win this one. Yeah, Loyola Chicago is a is an interesting team. They've always they've been an interesting team over the last few years. Um, they're better than they're better than anybody ever gives them credit for. Um, I think they should be a higher seed here, um, and and they should be coming in much much higher than ten. So I'm definitely picking Loyola Chicago to to, to come out of this one and uh, and get themselves to the next matchup where they'll promptly lose, but um, at the very least they'll come out of this one. You know, Ohio State went 12 and 8 in Big Ten, 19 11 overall. So I think it's just based off of the strength of the league. Because basically, Indiana, from Indiana to Wisconsin, got into the tournament. So Northwestern, Maryland, Penn State, Minnesota, and Nebraska did not make it out of the Big Ten. Four, five schools. This is insane to me. Um, 
Next up, we will be talking about Villanova versus Delaware, which is kind of a local battle. Philly versus Delaware, which is basically the same place as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I'm taking Villanova. Delaware does have, uh, I believe it's former St. Joe's and Orlando Magic point guard. Star point guard who played in the finals there. What's his name? Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson Jr. is playing for Delaware, so I'm rooting for them. But I do think that Villanova is going to win. Um, I don't see them getting out of the second round, so I'm taking Loyola in that game for the Sweet 16. Uh, I don't think we're going to have a chance to record those games, but we will be back to pick the Sweet 16 round eight next week. But give me Villanova over Delaware. Take this one for the win. Delaware might cover, but they're not going to win it. Yeah, Villanova here. Uh, I've got Villanova going to the Final Four, so um, I'm going to – I'm riding Villanova all the way. Yep. Love Jay Wright, man. Love Jay Wright. Love his team. Always loved Villanova teams. So um, he paid me nothing, man. I just like the guy, man. He's, 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 I like his energy and I like the way he coaches his squad. So um, yeah, I'm rolling with Villanova. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not picking him to cover. I'm just, <laughs> you said money line. So we're going with the money line here. I'm going to pick that for the money line. But uh, yeah, I'm going Villanova to win this one. And like I said, I got Villanova. I got Villanova as, as a Final Four um, contestant for me. So. Once again, how did Longwood get a higher seed than Delaware if they're 340? <laughs> I, I think you mentioned that's just going to stick in my head every time I see another team. It's like, why is Delaware not? Well, they don't want to play Tennessee or Villanova, but either way, maybe it's just they know everybody in both of those programs. Who, who got paid off, man? Who yeah, got paid like off? Longwood? I referred to the University of Delaware. Shout out to mm-hmm. Chicago. Blue Hen Legend. Uh, all right, next up, we're going to the Midwest, which is our final bracket. These last 16 teams Kansas versus Texas Southern out of Houston. I do always root for the HBCUs, but the fact that you had to play in to get into this game, you're probably the best team in the SWAC by far, but you will not be beating Kansas. Um, I would love to see that happen because Kansas has the best players you can pay for, literally. And they're probably going to win because of that. So go Kansas, unfortunately. We're moving on. Yeah, Kansas is Kansas is rolling here. Um, uh, I don't honestly see a reason for us to have to pick this pick this any further. I mean, this is the biggest number one seed favorite, by the way. Kansas is expected to win this game by twenty two points. Yeah, Texas Southern. You know, pick them to cover maybe if you're really. Um, I just hope, hope you packed an overnight bag if you're Texas Southern. Just just hope you didn't pack for the long haul. Oh, wow. you know? Yeah, the game's on true TV, so they really don't expect anyone to watch this. I don't even know where this game is taking place. Oh, they're yeah. playing in Fort Worth, so it's a short. Well, actually, yeah, they can drive that back. It's a drive. It's a drive. We didn't want to, yeah, don't, don't pay for flights. Don't pay for flights because. Uh, kind of nice of them. And Kansas doesn't have to go too far either. So, yeah. You know, they should, they, they hopefully they paid for a flight. That they could like take first thing in the morning, fly down, and then they can leave that night. Because you know, there's gonna be no reason for them to stay. Playing the HBCUs, Baylor and Kansas. I, I don't know. I think I need to send a memo to the NCAA to Mark Emmerich about a little bit of uh, racism here. I don't know how Longwood at the 348th <laughs> schedule is getting better seeds than Texas Southern and also Norfolk, but you know who knows. Texas Southern should travel in their jerseys. Just, just, just get off the plane, go straight to the gym, <laughs> play your game, lose, and then get back on the plane and go home. Don't even bring a change of clothes, man. Uh, yeah, 
I, I, I hear that now. I know why you're talking all this trash. <laughs> Next up, we got San Diego State playing Creighton. I'm taking San Diego State out of the Mountain West. Um, they're a better team than Creighton. Creighton's kind of middle of the road in the Big East. Also, one of the overrated teams that made it in. They're pretty. They're a big time program, but they are not. They do not have any big time players this year in San Diego State. Has another top, you know, has another top team going, and they're a top twenty-five Ken Palm team. So I just kind of have more faith in them. The metrics, you know, support it. They've only lost eight games all year. They have a really great defense, kind of smothering team, and a really good offense as well. So I'm taking San Diego State. Yeah, San Diego State here as well. Um, I'm rolling with them. Um, I never liked Creighton. Just didn't like the name of Creighton. You know what state, you know what state they play in? No, um, but I always knew they were in the Big East. I know they were in the Big East, the and somehow the Big East now. Yeah, just <laughs> just a small Catholic private school. I'm trying. I'm just, I still never understood. Like you went from Omaha, so they play Omaha, and they play in Providence and Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Somehow that works. I don't know how, but somehow that works. I mean, I give Creighton some credit. They're a good defensive team. And they should be. They should play well defensively, and they should keep this game close. So I don't know what the line is, but I would stay away from the line, or I would take Creighton on the. I would take Creighton with the points if I could. So I think this game's going to be a relatively close one. But I think San Diego State, you know, ultimately win. Ultimately wins it out, and uh, and is able to put together at the very least a little bit of firepower to to take out to take out uh, Creighton. Once Doug McDermott's walking through that door, they're not winning, and he ain't walking through that door. <laughs> um, I got Iowa at. Next up, we got Iowa at Richmond. Iowa's going to uh, destroy Richmond. And, yeah, that's enough said. Richmond, I believe, is only in there because they won the A-10 tournament. They surprised Davidson, which is why the A-10 has two teams in and not just Davidson. So there you go. This team doesn't – this is a bid-stealing team, really. So, yeah, give me Iowa to beat them down. Yeah, same here. Um, I'll take Iowa to win this game outright. Um I don't think this is, I mean, this was one of, again, I, I mentioned earlier, I, I was looking for a 5-12 matchup that I could get behind, but this wasn't one of them. So uh, definitely not, definitely not rolling with them. Uh, what do you mean you want to say, Indiana? Indiana's the 12 seed that's going to win. I already, I already called it. Well, no, that's the thing. I was looking for another one. Um, and uh, yeah, I couldn't find it. Wow. All right. Well, next up, we got Providence at South Dakota State. South Dakota State is the best shooting percentage team from three and also from the field. They shoot 45% from the field, 40% from three, but they are also one of the worst defensive teams in the uh, country. So that kind of lends itself to Providence, who won the regular season in the Big East but did not win the tournament. They lost to Villanova again. Um, they never beat Villanova during the regular season or won the tournament. So they're not at better than them, but they are a really good team. It's one of the best teams at they have, and it's the uh, only team in the Northeast or in New England that I can root for, so I'm rooting for Providence. Go Providence. I think they're going to stop the Jackrabbits. People like to cheer for them. They're a very fun team, but they play terrible defense, so give me Providence. Uh, yeah, Providence against South Dakota State. I'll take Providence as well um, to, to come out of this one. Um, again, this is a – I think this is a pretty – Pretty good matchup for Providence. Um, I am really, really interested in seeing how far Iowa goes because I don't like Iowa, but I'm afraid of Iowa. So I want to see Iowa versus Providence um, in that second round. So that's um, that's just what I'm looking forward to. So yeah, Providence should take should make quick work of South Dakota State. All right. 
Next up, we have LSU and Iowa State. Iowa State's another team that I'm kind of shocked that is in. Their best out-of-conference win, I believe, is over Missouri, which does not really say much. They beat Missouri, and they also beat Creighton. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. They beat Missouri and Creighton, and they beat Memphis and Xavier when they were ranked. Xavier didn't get in. Memphis did. I would put Xavier in the tournament over Iowa State. I don't think they belong there. And being as they just fired LSU's head coach for paying players for the past four years, he was on those FBI tapes. Shout out to you, Will Wade, making that money and also handing out some money. I'm going to be taking LSU, who just lost their head coach a week ago. Um, you know, they seem to find ways to win. I don't know how, but, you know, clearly they care about their basketball team, but they're paying dudes to go there. So I'm taking LSU. That's a better uh, payroll and a better team. By any means necessary, my friend. By any means necessary, Iowa State, either Iowa State punching bags are here for their ass whooping. LSU's going to the next round. Enough said. Move on. All right. And next up, we got Wisconsin at Colgate. Colgate is a very uh, popular upset pick, one of the lowest seeded teams people think can win. Um, unfortunately, Wisconsin is a very tall team and a very disciplined team. They did win the Big Ten. They're probably one of the better teams in the league. Um, not a fan of the head coach, but the team is pretty quality, and they should beat Colgate, and they should cover. Colgate might give them some problems, but Wisconsin is not going to give them an inch. So give me Wisconsin for the win. I want to say I think it was very cruel of the NCAA to not put Michigan and Wisconsin on the same bracket um, to do that. They purposely did that. No, I think that's cruel. We needed a rematch. We needed a rematch of that game. Um, Wisconsin in the same bracket. They should have made Wisconsin the uh, three seed with the Zags. That, that, that would have been nice. I would have been nice too. But I think we needed an opportunity for those coaches to meet in the middle of the floor again and to shake hands and, and to really show that you know bygones have been uh, bygones have been bygones, and just 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 uh, or or at the very least, um, who was the Temple coach? Um, oh, Rutgers is winning. Who was the Temple coach? Um, oh, John Cheney. John Cheney to, uh, to have, to kill. <laughs> yeah, because we want we, we, we want to have we want we want to see Jawan Howard just take that next step to to John Cheney to John Cheney land, and uh and, you know and and put the beat down on uh, on some Wisconsin folks. Oh, Look, yeah, we all think he can do it, and it was the fact that homeboy like stopped Jawan Howard like no no let me explain let me explain it's like first of all why are you grabbing me. He's like six nine, right? Like, like that. Stop it. He's six, he like center in the NBA. Yeah, he's six ten, like two seventy. Yeah, That's like stop it. Has a six eight guy on the staff to like kind of be his bodyguard. He's he's like five eleven. So yeah, I'm just saying, like that's not the person you want to stop. Like, just let him go. You don't want to shake your hand. Don't shake your hand. Yeah, leave him be. I'll see, I'll see him another time. Like, hey, he's he's mad. He's lost. I get it. But damn it, A's. I'm picking Colgate. I'm picking Colgate. I don't like Wisconsin. I'm picking Colgate to win this game. And I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I'm just picking Wisconsin them. is only seven and a half point favorite. So that does say like a lot of people are betting on Colgate to, to win and also to cover this game. I think Colgate covers at the very least, but I'm, I'm picking them to win. I don't even know their league. I think it's like the Patriot or the Colonial or I don't know. One of these private school leagues in the Northeast. I know they're upstate New York school. Shout out to O'Donnell Foyle. I saw him play in the uh, AAU game once. He went there. Warriors legend. Um, next up, we got USC playing the U. USC does not have Evan Mobley because he's in the NBA, probably the rookie of the year. Turned around Cleveland. 
therefore USC is going to lose because his brother is not as good as him. Miami is a better team. Um, shockingly, the U is a football school, but they're pretty good at basketball this year. So I'm taking Miami. Put the money on them. Yep. Um, you like Miami. I like USC. I'm, I'm going to take USC to, to, to pull this one out. But I know we were talking about this earlier, so I think um, I think we're we're just we're sitting on opposite side of the fence. But I don't I'm not, I don't feel strongly about USC. That, that's impressive. Not much, but I think Miami is I think Miami is a little bit fake too. I think they're both fake. I think I think they're both just playing for the opportunity. Two fake teams are both playing for the opportunity to get to get drugged by Auburn afterward after this one. So yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't see them making it to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, I would like to point out that you see, was it USC's best win is probably in conference. They did beat Georgia Tech, but out of conference, they really didn't play anybody worth of note. Um, mm-hmm. They beat Temple. They beat Florida Gulf Coast and San Diego State, but that's kind of to be expected. And they actually played at San Diego State, and they only beat them by, oh, they beat them by 15. So that's a pretty good win. Next up, we have Auburn playing Jacksonville State, who somehow got into the tournament without winning their conference tournament. Um, I believe everyone in the country is rooting against them. There's some general principle. I don't even know where Jacksonville State is located. I think it's Alabama. There's No, because there's two Jacksonville. There's Jacksonville. Yeah. And then there's Jacksonville State. So I saw this whole thing breaking down on SportsCenter, like how they got in. I was like, how are these even rules? Like, how is this legal? They're in a conference that sounds like a casino called the Atlantic Sun. Um, it's the conference that Florida Gulf Coast used to play in. Even they got out of it. I couldn't name you one of the team in there outside of Bellarmine, who stepped up and got in. I think NGIT used to play in the A-Sun conference. And I think they're in the America East now. So, yeah, I'm betting on Auburn. Um, if I could take out a second mortgage on my house, I would. And I would bet on Auburn to win this game. That's how confident I am. Yeah, same, same. You 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 hit the nail on the head there. Uh, Auburn's gonna Auburn's gonna smoke Jackson State, yeah. Jacksonville State. I don't, I don't really yeah. And they're winning in the second round too. I think we both pretty much predicted. So if you want to yeah, the second round game, take Auburn again. That's done too. SEC has some really good teams this year. I got to give them credit. The SEC and the Big Twelve are really good basketball conferences. The Pac-12 mm-hmm. finally showed up. They're not sorry like they used to be. UCLA has a good shot. And also Arizona. They have two really good teams that could both go to the Final Four. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be by that. But shout out to Tennessee, Kansas, Iowa, Texas Tech, I see doing good things, and also Houston. And that is it. That is the first round. You can catch us next week. Um, Thursday or Wednesday, I believe the show will be dropping. Oh, Thursday yeah. or Friday, the show will be dropping for next week. We'll be going, all the, going over all of the NFL draft moves and also the and say tournament picks for the round for the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, and probably our final four picks as well. Yep. Some more NBA stuff. So we out. Peace. You got some shout outs, Malik? I'm sorry. Um, only one. Um, this is a only one shout out. My I have a shout out to LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, you know, they've they've <laughs> as bad as it's been for the Knicks. This year, we won today. Tonight. We did. We did win against uh, against a bad Lakers Portland team. So we now have the same record as the Lakers. Yeah, that's what that's where I'm shouting them out because as bad as it's been for the Knicks, the Knicks and the Lakers have the same record. Yeah. Um, and 
not for nothing, you know, when you look at the Knicks, you say same old Knicks, but this is not supposed to happen to the Lakers. This is some really, really not like I watch all those commercials, LeBron James and, you know, all of the things that he's doing with Tonal and all of, the, all of the great things that he's been doing across. He's got all those shows and stuff like this. And he's playing fantastic. He's playing absolutely great. But um, this is one of those things where, you know, you, you pick your team, you've got your squad, you get out on the floor and you play against. And no matter who you play against, you get beat <laughs> and you just can't explain it. Um, you just can't explain it. You just don't know. Uh, watching them on the podiums after all these games. The only thing I feel, the only person I feel sorry for is Melo, because uh, obviously, you know, I have a soft spot for Melo. Wanted to see him, wanted to see him win. Wanted to see him win, but it's not his fault, right? It's not his fault. He's coming off the bench. He's he's taking advantage of the opportunities that he has, and he had a big. He he has had his one big game this year so far. So, you know, I'm not. I can't put it on him, but I definitely put this on just the team as a whole and uh, and LeBron. So, guess what? Uh, you guys are going to have the same record as the Knicks at the end of the season. Congratulations, because your payroll is like three times ours or whatever. Yeah. And I'd like to shout out to the UNC men's basketball team for uh, ruining Coach K's last home game after him being super salty and coming out and being like, no, don't cheer for us. Don't cheer. Don't cheer. Way to soak in the moment, Coach, and uh, be the personality you can be. Duke, I saw that, that show, uh, Game Theory, on HBO, which was dope. Because it just broke down the whole, like, if you're anybody over the age of 35, especially a black dude, you just know why you don't cheer for Duke. And <laughs> the whole Christian Layton thing, and even before that, and just somehow they recruited Kyrie Irving, and then they just kind of turned it around and just started getting all these one-and-done guys. And, then uh, you know, that's what Coach K did. And somehow it's okay when he does it, but when Calipari did it, he's ruining college basketball. So shout-out to Kentucky, um, and shout-out to UNC. I appreciate y'all, and you're part of the reason why I still watch college basketball. It's still fun to get into the tournament, watch basketball week. I've really been watching the past, like, 10 days, but that's still enough for me to bet on it because, you know, it's what I do. It's what we do. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Podbean. Follow us on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Podcast Addict, and we out.